Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. And welcome back to the First Cup Podcast. That's Kyle Porter. I'm Chip Patterson. Uh, Kyle, on the scene at what has like shaped up to be, we had um, like huge first day storylines. All of it's been changed. We had like 20 players within four shots of the lead after Thursday. Now it's all bunched up again. It's Friday night. We got hopefully the the listeners are listening to this at a point where they're they're mowing their lawn or they're dropping their kids off or uh, what whatever Saturday morning events coming up. How are you feeling? I'm exhausted. It felt like it felt like the entire tournament happened on Friday, right? I mean, it was it was it was it was funny. I was out walking with Sean Barton, who's been on this podcast before, and he was like, I've, he was like, I've been here for nine hours and I, I like I don't feel like anything has happened and then just like happened on Thursday it all just blew up at the end and it was just I don't know obviously everything revolved around like what happened with Tiger and what he did but the top of the leaderboard's crazy most players to ever make a cut at a Masters I mean it, it's it's uh Friday was wild it's been a really fun couple of days I'm exhausted because the Thursday Friday is such early mornings but uh, I'm ready for the weekend so who among the four play- five players that are all tied for first, Francesco Molinari, Jason Day, Brooks Kepka, Adam Scott, Louis Usazen, where's your most amount of confidence among that group? That, group, be- uh, sh- that group shares the career slam, by the way. Okay, that checks out. Thanks. And by the way, why does it check out? Shout out to Jason Day. Yeah. Well, J- 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 Ke- no, Jason Day is the only one of that group that has the PGA. No, Kepka. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> the the crooked 2018 PGA at Bell Reeve. Uh, yeah, it's um, you know I I think for me it's still Kepka. We we I think we do this thing where if a guy had a bad day recently, like we we look back and we're like, oh well, he's probably not going to win. But the reality is that if you take a a bigger picture view. I guess 71 in round two might have been the thing that saved you the tournament. You know, he, he obviously... Well, it's a 71 best. that could have been a 75. Yeah, I mean, right. the way he yes. hit it to start Absolutely. the day, it was... The way he hit it to start the day was just... I mean, where he hit it on two was so bad. And he obviously made double there, but I don't know. I, I have a lot of confidence in him in in a way that... I don't know, maybe... I, 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 that I don't think I do in the other four guys. Maybe Molinari, one bogey in 36 holes is crazy. Um, but really for me, it's, it's Kepka. And then if you look just beyond them, it's, I think it's DJ, man. I think, you know, he's one back. He hasn't, he hasn't really played. He hasn't had that like run at 66 yet. I think DJ is going to be in the final pairing on Sunday. Ooh, convince, convince me of that. Give, give me more of what you're seeing about DJ because I'm with you on Kepka. Like I, I mentioned to someone today that, you know, w- we put so much on, uh, you know, 
how you respond when you are at the top of a leaderboard, but the the performance that we saw with the sixty six on Thursday is the kind of stuff where we say you can win, you can win the Masters on Thursday. So convince me on DJ that he has something other than like slightly better than average golf in him to go and win the Masters. Well, the case for DJ is he hasn't he hasn't scored yet. He's got five birdies on the par fives through two two rounds. That's a, that's that's solid. But the biggest thing for him, he's only got two bogeys overall. I think somebody had, I think it might have been Brando had a thing about how like at each of the his masters, like he always has a double or a triple or whatever, and he's keeping it clean. And that's what you got to do the first couple of days, and then go score on Saturday Sunday. And uh, I don't know, it just feels like there's a there's a little run there where maybe he goes. Uh, you know, like 32 on the second nine yesterday, and you're like, uh oh, this could get, you know, this could get, this could be a runaway. Uh, I don't think it will be, but I, I do think, he'll, I think DJ will be in the final pairing on Sunday. Have you un, have you uncorked this take all the way through, like with everybody you're hanging out with? Uh, no, but Sean Martin picked DJ at the start of today, and I loved it, and I wish that I had done it because I was kind of feeling Bryson, right? And that wasn't, in retrospect, it wasn't that wasn't a great move because Bryson, the way he scored on Thursday, you know, he chips in on 17. He hits the stick on 18. It wasn't. Oh, dude, was, you and I little... haven't even gotten a chance to really talk. We've missed each other. Like Bryson was a mess midway through Thursday. Yeah. He was like, he was like uh, what? One over through 11 or something. He was screaming at his caddy. He, he was <laughs> losing his mind. His caddy was giving him one line off the tee and then he was hitting it and immediately telling him that was terrible. Like, like everything looks lost for Bryson after about maybe eight holes on Thursday. Yeah. And, and it, it's so hard to keep up with everything. Like there's so much going on, especially when you're out on the course. So sometimes you don't see all the stuff that's going on, but I wish I would have considered or remembered or whatever. Just there was a lot of luck involved in what, in the way that Bryson scored on Thursday. That's not to say he played bad, but I'm just talking about the way he scored was a little bit lucky compared to somebody like a Kepka who didn't make a bogey and, and was in complete control. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling about Rory right now? I feel lousy. You know, I, know. I just, it, it's, it stinks. I hate it. I hate it for him. It's just, it's such a weight that nobody else is carrying in the fact that like, if he goes out and has a bad round in his head, you know, he's got to be like, well, I got to wait freaking 52 more weeks to try this again. And you just, you, it's almost like you want to be able to try all 15, you know, take all 15 shots, like 15 weeks in a row, but you you just have to keep waiting and keep waiting. And I don't know, we, I, I didn't talk to him after Friday's round. I was, I was talking to, I was in a group that was talking to Tiger, but R- Rory was kind of right next to us. And he was he was doing the whole thing about how, you know I'm I'm just happy to be here you know we'll see what happens on the weekend and it's just like I think we like know what's going to happen on the weekend and it's not going to be him winning winning yeah and that's it, and that's the thing is like it could be him going low it could be him giving us a thrill but he's not putting on the green jacket right and and he knows that and it's just you know it's just resignation to the inevitable and and it's got to be frustrating it's just it. You know, I, I know that he has said, like, I don't need this. And I believe him on a personal level. But just as uh, on a professional level, it's it's a heavy thing to carry around. Like, it just, it stinks. It really does. And uh, so, like, I, I don't know. I just feel like every Masters, you and I always feel like, oh, we got to wait another year for that to, for that to, like, come up again. And for him, 
that's got to be such a just a weighty thing to kind of carry around. There have been too many majors recently where Rory McIlroy has been not a part of the conversation to win, but instead a part of the conversation of like, will he make a run or yeah. like, why isn't he in the mix? Because, you know, we talk about Rory a lot. Like the, the floor is high. The floor is yeah. very high, but man, that's that this is another major because Rory McIlroy at this point, and tell me what you think about this. I think Rory McIlroy exists in a generation that might already be passed. I was looking at the uh, the world number ones, and you did a deep study of this, but the, the way that today unfolded uh, kind of had me going back and just looking at that same page that you wrote about and on CBSSports.com, you know, all this was up there. But Rory's time as world number one existed with uh, another era and it is in this era. And I would say that this era, tell me what you think about this. This era is Justin Rose, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Justin Thomas. And the fact that Rory McIlroy doesn't have his name in there, even though in this season he has been the best player in the world since January to this point, he does not exist as a number one in the world competitor to this point. Yeah, but he just won the players. So is that enough? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. Here, here's what's going to happen. And people are – people. I mean, this is this is going to happen. He's going to shoot like 67, and then he's going to shoot like 69. He's going to finish T8, and we're going to be like, oh, we're top 10, you know, it's great, another top 10. But it's not – it's just like – it's just such an empty calorie thing. Like it's not like a – it's not a fake top 10. It's certainly a real top 10, but it, it just, it, there's not, there's not the meaning behind it that there is, you know, otherwise. And I think that, you know, we've seen the formula with Rory. We saw it with the players. Like he's playing in the final pairing on Saturday. Like that's how he wins. He's, he's a front runner, best, probably the best front runner in the world. And, uh, it, you know, people might, may or may not get excited about him going out and like, you know, 32 on Saturday, but it's just going to be, I don't know. There's going to be an emptiness to it. I think that, that, uh, is unfortunate. Okay. Well, judging by, uh, I'll, I'll expand on this. I think that there's one graduating class that we're still in Justin Rose, Dustin Johnson, Brooks, Kepka, Justin Thomas. That's one draw a line. And the next one is Jason day, Jordan Spieth, Rory McElroy. What- you don't think Rory's in that first group? Convince me otherwise. I, I'm, only, I, I'm only, I'm only, I'm only listing players who were number one in the world, and I'm putting them in almost chronological order and drawing a line in the sand. And I'm saying, what can Rory McIlroy do to con- convince me that he belongs to be in the current class? He was also in the 2012 class, which was before then. So this would be his third cycle up if he were to reclaim that. I mean, he's he's trending toward being number one in the world. He finished 2018 number eight. He's number three right now. Uh, Justin Rose, who's number one, just missed the cut at the Masters. If Rory, you know, does the whole 67, 68 on the weekend for a, by the way, what do you think he has to shoot to like have a, like for it to happen? For him to win? Yeah. Not considering it. 65, 65. Does that get it done? 14? I've totally written off Rory winning this. At some point. So. No, no, there's, and the reason is there's too many. and, And listen, we like, there are too many straight up either major champions or the world class players that are up in the mix 
for me to think that Rory's going to storm back and win this. Yeah, I mean, I don't, yes, he's not he's not going to win. But what if he does? Well, I did screenshot. Uh, what if Rory never wins another tournament? Remember, was it during the players <laughs> that he went on to the, win? It was like during the final round of the players. <laughs> Yeah, he's got he's got a uh, he's got Leishman at eleven oh five. That could be a sixty five sixty six group tomorrow. Um, you I, just I, just just dream a little with me, Chip. Just I, dream I, I told you I told you I screenshotted it, and I was actually cleaning up my desktop today because Sean Martin did call me out for having too crowded of a desktop, and uh, and that screenshot I saved because I was like this. Rory McIlroy, what if Rory never wins another tournament? <laughs> Take before he goes to win the players is worth keeping forever. Yeah, no, uh, I, I listen. Hey, all right, how about this? We'll get into the uh, the the contenders and what we think. And oh yeah, by the way, Tiger Woods is one of them. We'll talk about that right after this. Um, I don't think Rory's going to win. Real talk. We're sitting here Friday night, nine oh six Eastern time. Do you think Rory will win this? No, no, no okay. I don't. Right. And I don't think he, I don't think he thinks it either. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, at some point, somebody like that is going to shoot sixty five, sixty five on the weekend and win. I mean, Ricky almost did this last year, right? Ricky goes sixty five, sixty seven on Saturday, Sunday, and loses by one. I mean, Ricky was uh, what was he uh, uh, two under after two rounds last year. And he almost wins the thing at 14. I mean, that's that's crazy. And so somebody, I think somebody from way from deep is going to do. I mean, we saw Xander on Friday. Xander shoots 73 on Thursday, and then goes out and shoots round of the day, round of the tournament so far, 65 on Friday, and he's two, he's one back or two back or whatever he is. I mean, it's it's going to happen to somebody, and and uh, you know, obviously Rory has the gear to do it, but. I don't know. We should talk about the baseball game that broke out on 14 with Tiger today. <laughs> what, do you was, mean, what do you mean the baseball game? Well, the security guard broke up the double play going into second. <laughs> and Tiger almost lost an ankle. What the hell? How, how does that happen? I've, I've watched it like 50 times. And I just howl every time at how hilarious it was. What I mean, what are you doing? Like, get out of the way. And he still got a birdie. And he had a birdie. And then and he then got he, a birdie. <laughs> I the my favorite like low key underrated tweet today was uh, Porath saying, you know, Tiger in contention late on a Friday lays up on fifteen. What could go wrong? We've never seen that go poorly before. And uh, and then he makes and then he makes a thirty footer on fifteen. And did the uppercut? I mean, that's an early uppercut for Tiger. That's usually like late Saturday or middle of the day on Sunday before that comes out. This tournament's been awesome so far. So my hi- really good. My hypothesis is that in the same way that I've been making the argument that Tiger has to be better because the Masters field is so much better than it was in 2005 or any of the other times that he's played, he knows that he has to pull out all the Tiger juice early. Yeah, no, it's true. And, it, you know, I, I, again, like I get a little nervous about getting excited about guys who are poor, who are making like multiple 30 footers in a round because you're like, well, that's, that's not sustainable. That's not going to happen. Um, but the, the flip side of that is like, if he strikes it well on the weekend, then suddenly those 30 footers were the thing that kind of propelled him into contention 
to where he could let the ball striking take over. So there's a million ways to look at it, but uh, man, Tiger and can, I mean, this is the first time that he's really been in contention since he started, I think he started 71, 66 and 11 and finished T4 that year. And he, he really hasn't truly been in contention since. I guess you could count 14, or was it 13 when he hit the stick and it went in the water and we had the, the drop and everything. But 13 is drop gate. That was a mess. Um, it's pretty exciting stuff. And the, the security guard made it that much more exciting. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm, I'm, I'm loving this. I, I think that this has been... You know, it feels like, like I said, we've we've had a an, we had an entire tournament on Friday, and you had Rom shanking a ball on number eight. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, you had Kierdek falling down on, I think it was fourteen. Oh, dude, Kierdek buckling was incredible. <laughs> he just he just w- went to the earth. He just went to the 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 fruit nursery grounds, uh, and it was amazing. But uh, no, I'm great. I'm. I'm loving this. I mean, I, I, it's, it's hard when you're here cause you're like, well, should I stay in? Should I go out? I, 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 I regret not following cat around on Friday afternoon. Cause that, that seemed pretty awesome. And, and it was really like the sun kind of came out at the very end of the day. It was, it was beautiful out. But, uh, other than that, I'm, I'm having a blast. I'm tired, but I'm having a blast. I think that this weekend's going to be lunacy. I do too. I mean, look at the, the board is sick. Yeah. I mean, you've, you've got, what 28 guys within four of the lead and right with with what nine major winners up there you've got 20 the top 28 is all between two and seven under and there's 20 there's 28 majors represented in the top 16 14 are tigers but right but still we're talking we're talking about big dogs yeah Mm. yeah is is, Grown, is grown men only is this the uh, most... And Justin Harding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Justin Harding. No, totally written him off. Absolutely. If Justin... I mean, if Justin... If Justin Matt, we've, been, we've had a group thread all week uh, with, some, with some, some of my golf writer friends, and we've been discussing uh, like a low nightmare. Like who... Like that's an old Dan Jenkins thing. Like who, what's worst case scenario? Uh, R.I.P. Uh, shout out. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird him not being here, but um, Justin Harding is definitely the worst case scenario right now. Justin Harding, Patton Kazire's up there too, but Harding is that's not good. Justin Harding in a playoff. <laughs> Justin Harding, Patton Kazire, three hole playoff. No, 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 no. Justin Harding beating someone like like just over, over like Cat and DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yes. If you haven't suggested that. Throw that one in with a with with a nod to your first cut partner, Chip Patterson. Would that, you rather Would you rather have a barn rat Poulter playoff or a DJ Kepka Tiger playoff? DJ Kepka Tiger. I'm sorry. I, like you're not like barn barn rat Poulter would be incredible. Yeah, I know, but we're talking about playoff, like. Most talking about playoffs in playoffs. In my experience. Most major championship playoffs are a letdown, unless they're the eighteen hole sort. Yeah. Uh yeah. I mean, we've had some good ones here though. Phil or uh Sergio Rose was good. Cabrera Scott was really good. They're intense at the time, but I always come away being like, Man, 
I don't know. I'm maybe maybe I'm a 70, 72 hole purist at this point. Yeah. Um can we, should we talk about Phil? Oh, who's turning back the clock? I mean, that 67 on Thursday was magic. What was it? Brandel threw out the fact that he's had 22 top 3s in majors. Sick. It's so I mean, he is I I think he's a top 10 player ever. Ever ever. Oh, 100%. Golf history, all of golf. I, I, I did the top 10 one time, and I've got this thing about how Bobby Jones is overrated, which I probably shouldn't say that in this building. No, but, definitely not. You haven't left uh, the premises. You should not say that. Yeah, I might, not, I might not be able to leave the premises. But I think Phil is I – I think he's a top 10 guy ever. We don't need to go down this path. That's We'll, we'll be lost here in a minute. But, um, yeah, he's T12 along with Kuchar, uh, Patton Kazire, and Chuck – Chucky sticks 67 on Friday. How about that? I don't think it's sustainable. <laughs> if he's, if he is in a, if he's in one of the last three pairings on Sunday, I will be, I will, I mean, I probably won't eat like for, I'll, just, <laughs> I'll, I'll probably just be, I'll be fasting from like Saturday night to Sunday night. <laughs> I, mean, I, think I, you've got, be, I think you've got your religious holidays mixed up, my man. <laughs> I will be in, I will be inconsolable. Yeah. I would not be able to handle it. No, I like and and honestly with Phil, I feel the same way where it's like I love what he's given us. But do you think it's sustainable? No. Yeah, no, me neither. Like I'm just I mean we talk, we we were talking about that at dinner last on Thursday. We we're talking about how like look, like there's there's a 76 in there somewhere. I don't know when, uh but it's it's coming. I mean, when he was was it it was Thursday, right? When he was just hitting out sideways on like 17 or 18. Uh, well, he, well, no, he, yeah, I think it was 17 cause he birdied 18. Okay. He birdied yeah, three yeah. Oh, he, he birdied was, three he was one of only four people to birdie 18 on Thursday. Yeah. Mm. And Tiger was the only one to birdie 11 on Friday. Mm. Well, I, listen, thought- I, I consider Tiger birding 11, like, like while that might be like whatever his strokes gained against the field on that hole is, I do think that I almost put an asterisk by it because he should have that advantage for 11. Because he should have what advantage? He should have like, like of all the play of all the holes where Tiger Woods has an institutional, like course knowledge advantage on the field. 11 might be a top four hole for him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Two guys real quick. My kids are trying to get a hold of me, but um, can we talk JT and Ricky real quick? Sure. Any any chance? No. Yeah, they're they're both at three. JT had it cranking a little on on uh, Friday. I followed him. He chipped in on fifteen for eagle. Ricky, I don't know, man. I, uh, he just looks a little disengaged. Oh, nonplussed. Uh, nonplussed was the word that I, I was I, using talking about Ricky. I don't, I don't, it's kind of weird, right? Yep. And, and I know he's always a little bit like that at majors, which I think is a good thing, especially at opens. We've talked about that, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not feeling him this week. Although he's, I mean, he's, he's only four back. I mean, Spieth is six back, dude. Jordan Speed. I like he, I followed him on Thursday. I was like, this dude might not like, like he might just withdraw. Like, I, I, I don't know what I'm watching right now. And he shot a 68 on Friday. His par on... Look, let me see if I can get it. Uh, 
He had he had a he had one of those pars today that like for Jordan. Oh, it might have been his uh, par on eleven. He had just gone birdie nine, birdie ten, and he had maybe a sixteen foot par putt on eleven. Yeah, and if he didn't hit that, it might have been a wrap. Like everything, well, everything felt like it was kind of shaky at that point. I, I, uh, so I followed him on Thursday, and I, I legitimately gasped out loud at the uh, at the at the par putt that he missed on one. Oh my lord! I mean, I gasped out loud. It was it was unbelievable, and then I followed him for a couple more holes, and I was like, "This guy is just kind of lost." And then he shoots a sixty-eight on Friday. I, and, and here's the thing: like we like to joke or whatever. I could not be more impressed with his uh, just fight. Like he he just keeps coming, and like he knows that he's kind of lost or whatever, but he just keeps fighting and he keeps fighting. And like I know that we can like kind of make light of that and joke about it or whatever, but. It, it seriously is like super impressive, and well, I think I mean, it's. And I think do what? Well, I, I was just gonna say he's a once in generation golfer. Like we shouldn't be surprised that we're gonna talk about this in two years and be like, oh, dude, he didn't win, but him grinding there was a building block. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I, I'm, I am, uh, I don't know, I'm almost more impressed with like what he's doing right now than when he, because when you're rolling, you're just kind of rolling, and it's like whatever the hole is like the size of a basketball goal and you're just making everything but to to shoot i mean he went 32 no he went 33 on the on the back today and uh i mean if he goes if he starts like birdie birdie tomorrow it's <laughs> game on i mean and, and he looked like he was gonna miss a cut by like 10 yesterday so I don't know. I'm impressed. I uh, we'll see what happens on Friday, but I, I I couldn't have been more impressed by the 68 on on uh, Friday. I think it started with the one under second nine yesterday. On oh, when he shot 35. Yeah, yeah, he just hung in there. Love it. Hey, Dustin uh, talk- Rose missed cut. Mm. First number one to miss the cut since Martin Keimer in 2011. Paul Casey missed cut. Paul Casey shot an 81 yesterday. Yeah. Jeez. Not good. Never bought Paul Casey stock. Yeah. Good for you. Mm-mm. Don't want uh, who's your Who's your pick? Right now. Yeah. DJ. Yeah, me too. We're We're riding together. Let's do this. Did you see who the favorite is? No. Cat. That's dumb. It's stupid. Yeah, no, this is DJ or Kepka. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I Fra- Fra- Frankie's five under is awesome. Cat is, uh, Frank's made one bogey, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I, a- yeah, you mentioned that earlier. Yeah, Frank's sick. Like, we, we, have, we have acknowledged that Francesco Molinari is a different beast that we have to deal with that we're not used to. Right. Hey, how about how about uh, did I don't know if Sean fired this out there, but he said it to me while we were walking around. He said, "I want uh, Francesco and Kepka because you'd have an Italian and a stallion." In the <laughs> you know, he did. He fired did he? it out. Yeah, it was on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was so good. Golf Twitter was incredible on Friday. But uh, your odds are Tiger six to one, Kepka seven to one, DJ seven to one, Molinari seven to one. Chip, the winners of Carnoustie and Augusta, historically, Tom Watson, uh, Gary Player, and Ben Hogan. So yes. that would, if, 
if Francesco wins, that would be the the foursome would be Francesco, Watson, Hogan, and Player. So I'm going Kepka one, DJ two, Francesco three. That's how I'm power ranking them going into the weekend. Wait, so you're picking DJ, but you have Kepka in your number one power ranking? Yeah. <laughs> Watch Tiger shoot like a sixty six tomorrow. That's fine. Good for us. <laughs> yes. Very <good. laughs> literally. Uh, All right. Okay. Talk I'm going to get some sleep. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk soon. All right. That is Kyle Porter. You can follow him on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS. You can follow me at Chip underscore Patterson. Kyle, um, I mean, keep it up. Like, keep grinding. You got it. Justin Harding, 60 to 1. I'll talk to you soon, Chip. <laughs>